Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 15 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Forbidden Forest. So we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Um, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Would you like to um, in whatever type of media that you want? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, um, illustrating what it would be like to be a black student at Hogwarts. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. Hit us up on Twitter. Email us um, at weblackandnerds at gmail.com if you have other questions. At some point, I will really like work on this project, but <laughs> I don't know. It's been a difficult <laughs> it's been difficult for me to remember to but anyway, um yeah, so do that. It'll be it'll be fun. Yes. It goes out. Um and you can subscribe to our newsletter, a project that I have dropped, but I've picked back up. Uh so every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on in nerd in the nerd universe that we care about and if you subscribe and if you are following us on twitter you can let us know about the nerd news that you care about and that can also be included in the newsletter so you can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com and subscribe it's just a quick name email on the side profile there and then you will receive our weekly newsletter. Um, follow us on Twitter at We Black and Nerds. Like us at Black Girls Nerd Out on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Tumblr. Yeah, Black Girls Nerd that's Out. Ah, uh, so these the reason the good the best reason to follow us on Twitter is great things like my girl. Diana over here holding it down and live tweeting the Wiz with the whole family watching while I was watching the Packers come back from behind, baby. <laughs> I might have been wrong about Thanksgiving, but we got those Lions. What? Hell Mary, best play of the season. Come at me, bro. Say something. Say something. Say something. Let's just dive into the news. Um, we only have one thing to talk about, and hopefully we don't take up the entire episode talking about it. We were um, we were legit talking about whether or not this should just be a bonus episode because the news is... It's has the potential of, like, going on forever because it's about Snake, and we have a lot of Snake feelings. We're we, going to try to, like, temper that um, because he's going to come up often. Always. So, you know... You don't have to get it all out right now. But anyway, um, shout out to Amani for, um, like, tagging us in it. The one thing about, like... Do we? Do we? Okay. Yeah, no, actually, because the thing is, is that... So this is about, like, the this whole, like, tweet thing that J.K. Rowling went on about Snape. Like, I don't know. It's been a minute. Oh, wait, I have the date. On the 27th. So that was, what, like, last Friday? 
day after Thanksgiving. Um, but she's in London, so and we're on the West Coast, so we be sleep. Like when most half the time when she's tweeting, Seriously. we're not awake. So shout out to Amani for like tagging us in one of her tweets, and then we like got to see it afterwards. Otherwise, I know I would have missed it, um, especially because it was the day after Thanksgiving. Like what? awake, um, turkey tacos though. I'm a vegetarian. So. That's true. Pescatarian. Pescatarian, you're right. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> she, um, like, started, um, basically she was, like, defending, uh, I don't want to say defending Snape, but it was kind of, like, an interesting discussion where she opened up about, like, her intentions with, like, Snape and, like, his character. So I'm going to read the tweets really quickly, and then we'll, like, talk about how I feel about it. Um, all right, so, <clears throat> this, these are all in quotes. Um, there's a whole essay in why Harry gave his son Snape's name, but the decision goes to the heart of who Harry was post-war. Snape is all gray. You can't make him a saint. He was vindictive and bullying. You can't make him a devil. He died to save the wizarding world. In honoring Snape, um, Harry hoped in his heart that he too would be forgiven. The deaths at the Battle of Hogwarts would haunt Harry forever. Um, and then someone like replied and was like, well, you, uh, well, I guess this is, well, you can make him a devil. Okay. So saying, well, you can because he bullied small children and died for his obsession with Lily and not to save the world. To which Joe replies, Snape was a bully who loved the goodness he sensed in Lily without being able to emulate her. That was his tragedy. Um, and then she continues, Snape didn't die for, for ideals. He died in an, in, he died in an attempt to ex, ex, expiate his own guilt. Um, he could have broken cover any time to save himself, but he chose not to tell Voldemort that the latter was making a fatal error in targeting Harry. Snape's silence ensured Harry's victory. Um, and then someone got really like, <laughs> they had a lot of feelings. Um, and so they were saying, um, in quotes, he died to save the Wizarding World. What about Remus, Black, Dumbledore, Tonks, Fred, Mrs. Weasley, Ron, Hermione, um, and then... Joe replies, Harry chose to, to perpetuate the names of the two who had nobody in their families to do so. Um, and then, which is kind of funny, she was like, please can we keep all our um, discussion about this fictional character civil? There's enough rage on Twitter without Snape-related hate. Which is real. It's um, real, but... Hold up, it's on last <laughs> last two tweets. Um, so someone uh, replied, so he still died a selfish death. It was for no one else other than himself. It wasn't even for Lily in the end. Um, to which Joe replies, he stood to gain nothing personally but the triumph of the cause Lily had believed in. He was trying to do right. Um, that was it, actually. <clears throat> so do you want to take that first? or it, There's a lot to unpack there. I think the good thing about this, I don't even, it's not a rant, that's the wrong word. The good thing about yeah. this uh, discussion um, is that we have to take what Joe says basically as canon for Snape's. She knows Snape's motivations better than anyone because, mm-hmm. and boiled down to the essential, Snape's motivations are her motivations. She right at the world. I think the thing that makes Snape a great character, not a great man, but a great character, is that you can have these differing opinions about what that sacrifice meant 
And does that end whether or not you believe that the sacrifice just wipes away his shortcomings or right. sins or whatever? And I think what she says about the fact that Harry decided to honor Snape and Dumbledore because they fought or they fought for the cause of the greater good of the wizarding world with having no real family who holds a stake in it, I guess. Like mm-hmm. there's um, no one that they love that they're trying to, to protect, I guess. I find that very problematic in two ways. Your family doesn't just include blood, right? right? Mm-hmm. I have... My, I've talked about, like, I have best friends who I would die for. I have a hella, like, you know, family that or, not blood related. Or, to. Yeah, or, yeah, just family that you're not blood related to. Like, I spent, think, I was just home for Thanksgiving, you know, and I have my best friend who just got married and has a stepdaughter. And I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm some strong here or whatever but like the step like her step whatever her name's Haley I can't do these like the (laughs) the blah 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 yeah Haley is my niece Mm -hmm. and fuck anyone that tries to tell me otherwise Haley is my family my best friend is my best is my family yeah she has been my family and so yeah, maybe I don't have anyone, you know, maybe in some freak accident or whatever, knock on wood, I don't have anyone blood related to me that stands to be harmed by something. But that doesn't mean that I don't have people in my life that I'm not willing to risk everything for their happiness or their well-being. That doesn't mean that even right now, put a gun to Kaylee's head, I'm thinking... I love you. You're a really sweet kid, but we ain't got no blood there. Yeah, that's good luck. You know what I mean? Like that's not how the world works, and that's also not how Harry's world works. Because from the jump, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. But like from the jump, Ron is Harry's family. The Weasleys before even before. Harry really met Ron Molly went out of her way and reached out to Harry in a in, in kindness that is human and we're going through this moment and maybe this is an American versus British thing again that is kind of weird but we're going through this moment of mass shootings that are never ending it feels like and senseless death and people dying on their for their beliefs and whether or not you think that's good or not, I can't imagine the feeling of, oh, all those people in Santa Barbara died and whatever. Like, it hurts me. It, it, if I can do anything to stop senseless death, if I can do anything to prevent anyone from being, from dying, whether or not they're blood related, family by choice, close friends or some dude down the street I'm going to do that because the loss of life and the and the greater good of humanity matters right like that's what that's the point of living right like like there's no point in sacrificing other people and sacrificing the lives of people that you don't know 
for yourself. When you, once you start doing that, that you're no better than a death eater, right? Every human life has worth. Every life has worth. And the, and I would hope that if anyone was in the position that Snape was in, maybe they wouldn't have made his exact choices, but they would have done what they could to help prevent the loss of human life and the loss of suffering that would inevitably come from Voldemort's success and victory. I think I had, I don't have that many feelings or as many feelings about that particular part. I think for me, what was interesting um, in reading it as a whole was like, kind of reminded me of, um, because I was, I majored in English in college um, and talking about, like, thinking about, like, when you analyze um, literature mm-hmm. and how, like, often the author's intentions don't matter. Yes. Um, and so while I love, like, getting insight and, like, this, it's, like, an interesting thing because Harry Potter still lives um, in a way that, like, literally, you know, like, obviously books live on, but it's still being, like, the world is still being added to and, like, Joe is still with us. Um, so she can put in, we have like things like Twitter where it's very easy to like um, make connections and like actually talk to her. Um, I mean, I don't know what her mentions look like, but you know, yeah. in, I, like in, theoretically, it's very easy to get, get to get I'm all up in her, her mention. She ain't all up in mine. <laughs> right. But one day. One day. One yeah. day. So it's like, it's, it's theoretically, it's very easy to gain access to her. Um, in a way that it's not easy, you can't gain access to, like, I don't know. Token, or... Right. Or, like, Jane Austen, or, like... Yeah. Yeah, you can't. There's no way. Or, free, or even, I don't know, Octavia Butler. You, there's no way. Um, where, but at the same time, like, at a certain point, I don't think her... I don't think what she... Intended matters. Intended matters. Um, partly because... For, like, a couple reasons. Um, and while... And also, again... I, like, when she adds, like, content, in terms of, like, content, I think that matters. If it's, like, something that's canon, and it's, like, oh, by the way, there's, like, this really cool, I don't know, system that, like, does a thing. And that that's how Harry found, was able to get, like, yeah his owl. This like, is, something super, like, random and, like, This obscure, is who Harry's like, father was fact, and what right. he did. Or like this is why Spanish Right. An actual fact of the world of the world versus analyzing like the characters' motivations and what the consequences of their actions were, or um, or even like your opinion on how they were as a person. Like I said in one of the past episodes, because we've done a lot of double ups, so I can't mm-hmm. remember um, about how Snape is a bad person. He's not a good person, but he does good things. Yeah. Um, and so at the same time, it's like also we have to remember that like context within our own world and Joe is not like some infallible human being like just some like as much as she's we, not as she's much not as we Uzo, call her queen she's not Uzo Aduba descending on us Woo! from the heavens in that amazing yellow gown Woo! she's not that so it's like you can't like regardless of what her her intentions for what Snape's character um was gonna be and like what how she, regardless of how she sees Snape and what his motivations are and whether or not she thinks that they're noble or like even if they're complicated and problematic like I just don't think they are like I think that his, what he his motivations and I think a lot of other fans feel this way as well is like nah he's 
he's not a good person and he's very selfish and like he's he's a Slytherin through and through and while like Ooh. obviously Slytherins are not like all like super big Crab and Goyle type characters um, and I think that she portrays that nuance in a very like in a really good way through Snape as well as like other characters um, Snape was a stalker he was a stalker and a bully and so but you know what you like, said rather, uh, like, he still did no. good things based on like his like creepy love for Lily that he for some reason was never able to get over, um, or even get past. Like you can still obviously you can still like hold love for someone, but like get past that and, and deal with your life, like live your life. And the fact that he wasn't able to do that um, is kind of problematic. And like while I don't get like super angry that Harry named his kid after Snape, mostly because it was his middle name and not his first name. I don't like um, care about the flow. Really. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the whole flow of it entirely is not, but it's his middle name, so like he doesn't he have just, to use yeah. it. So I never got like angry about that particularly because it's not like he named his kid Severus. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Um, I like, and I think that you know Harry's in, is a reflection of Joe herself, mm-hmm. and so maybe it does make sense for Harry to name the state. And maybe as we like read it, we can find more, you know, like, based off of his character, it might make sense. Um, I don't like it. (laughs) And I still don't like Snape. Um, and I think it's problematic that he would name his kid, name his kid after Snape, but if based off of his character, that could be totally feasible. Um, so just still, that doesn't mean that it's not problematic. And I think that's the thing, is that even with all of her, like, talking about, like, this is what I, this is how Snape is, He's still a problematic character, regardless of like how you try to explain him. So this is the thing when you were when you're talking about that that like really popped up in my head is that that's life. Mm-hmm. This is also a an a example mm-hmm. of how well formed these books are because I can say something to you and offend you, and I could be like, "Well, that wasn't my intention. Right? That's not what I meant." That doesn't take away the offense. That right. doesn't take away the hurt feelings, right? So, in life in general, you and me have different per, like perspectives on things. So we can come at a situation that we are both equally in and, and come away with two different takes on it. Mm-hmm. And there is no black or white, this is right, this is wrong, well, Joe said X, so that's so it. That's what it is, and that's not. I don't think that's true. I think that's what I'm saying is like, yeah, it's interesting because now at this point, um, like she has like the final word on a lot of things, but she like, doesn't get the final word on our feelings. She doesn't get the final word on our feelings, and she. I don't think she gets the final word on like how the not even just Snape, just like the analysis of the characters as characters, like yeah, of, like. When you explore their like their characterization, just because she says that this is what it is does not mean that that's what it is. Yeah. So I have another question that piggy that really comes from this. There's been a couple of things, and I wish I would have um, saved them. I'm sure I can pull them up, but there have been a few pieces um, where people are saying that her consistent um, interactions with the fans around these type of things and things like this about what Snape's true intentions are, yeah, are, are ruining... And I disagree. 
I disagree as well, but I wanted I wanted to bring it up that um this this is an argument that's being made now that like the more that she goes back to these things and people t- people tend well, to think of it is, as like so as well, changing the source material, but right. I don't think that she's changed anything. And I think also that one article that you said I don't know how, I don't know how many other articles there were, but you sent mm-hmm. me one and that title felt a lot like clickbait. Yeah. Where it was like JK Rowling is ruining her books for the readers and it's like not really. Yeah. Like, not at all actually. Not but at like all. the actual article had some interesting arguments, but the title was just like bullshit. Yeah. Um which I mean in the age of the internet that's Exactly seems to that's be... what happens. Pretty much like the whole time. T- headlines being fuck off for actual yeah. content, but I do think that there's something to um, revisiting these characters and the greatness of Harry Potter. And I actually got into this. Um, it wasn't even a debate because I just shut the dude down. Actually, <laughs> I was like, "Actually, you're wrong. Um, I'm right. You're wrong." What was that for? <laughs> um, he was like talking about how Harry Potter is basically, you know, um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and um, you know, she took all of these ideas from whatever. And I was like, you know, everyone takes from whatever, but the trope of like, there's a difference between taking a theme and then following a trope, and right. uh, C.S. Lewis doesn't own the trope of. I thought I was an or- an ordinary person, and then oh, it oh turns out there's a whole bigger world. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, that's pretty much happened. Like he, d- I'm, I'm pretty sure the Odyssey exists and the Iliad, and people go on these epic journeys. Lord of the Rings, pretty much any epic ever. Epic. Is, period. Period. Like Luke Skywalker, like freaking. I mean, we can go on and on, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, like, you know, magic is not something that C.S. Lewis came up with. Oh, Sorry. it's been around for, like... Sorry to bust the bubble. But King Arthur, um, Merlin, you know, they exist. But anyway, so the thing that I said to him was she wrote these in t- with intent to grow up with the audience, the books grow up as the audience grows up. But as the audience grows up, we all start to live these lives that inform how we read these characters. And I think that there's something to be said that I mean there are these there are these phenomenons of trolls, right? And they're just they're they're it's a small what is it called? Like People are like, oh, the silent majority. But there is, and that might be a thing, but there very much is a loud minority where it's just like, you know, no one actually believes. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm hoping that all lives matter and reverse racism. No, there isn't a large chunk of people that actually believe that that shit is real. It's just that the people that believe that shit is real, you can't get away from. And they'll bring it up at every turn. I'm like, you and your five friends who believe in reverse racism can go sit in the corner, shout about it until you're blue in the face. However, the amount of people in the fandom that have problems with Snape, it's large. There is... And I think there's okay. something to like, it, and that's okay. And the other thing is that she start off and like 
obviously, I think the biggest Stone, thing is, I think within Sorcerer's Stone, like you deal with a lot of like tropes and less characters. Um, so Snape is pretty much like he's really one dimensional in the first book, but he's horrible. Like, yeah, going back and reading this as we've been like doing this, I'm like, wait, he's like way more terrible than I remember him being. Yeah, um, he's like. I mean, so are the Dursleys, too. Um, and, like, obviously they all get more complicated, but it doesn't change the fact that, like, some of the shit that they were doing in the beginning was some shit they were doing. is <laughs> a problem. But even with and, the... Like, you even when you, even when you come back to... And yeah. be a horrible person. Yes, like, and even fine. when you come back to these, like, I've been thinking about, like, as we've been rereading these and coming back to these um, things with Snape, go back to the Quidditch match, which was like last episode, mm-hmm. I believe. Which is still and weird, you actually. have you have the background, right? We know what happens. We know his story. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of this whole podcast is we know the story. So it's trying to make we, sense of their actions. And trying like, to make sense of their actions earlier. Now knowing who they are. Knowing, we know that he doesn't want the Sorcerer's Stone. We know that. Hey! Spoiler alert! <laughs> Snape isn't the one trying to get the Sorcerer's Stone. He's actually gasped, trying to save Harry's life. Yeah. Who would have knew? Who would have knew? Does that then make Harry's declaration that Snape hates him, that he thinks Snape is out to get him, that all of the Gryffindors, when Wood announces that Snape is refereeing, all of them, not just Harry, have a negative reaction to that it doesn't negate that fact it doesn't i can say like you know there are these people that are like oh you know i'm so glad that my parents spanked me i'm so glad that i got weapons like it made me a stronger person it made me you know whatever people believe that and i'm not saying like you didn't like that's not true but does that make the whipping at that moment hurt less no not at all not at all the pain is still there yeah. And yeah, maybe five years from now, you know, and like the 19 years later, Harry is able to say, I understand Snape's intentions and I come to this, uh, this, right. And I think but it doesn't like, negate the fact that when that he was, was 11, he was traumatized by this. And thing. I think that there are things that are like on a less, it's less sort of scale. Yeah. I didn't have a teacher who was like abusing me. Um, like little things, like things that I used to hate doing when I was younger, like hate, like I, there was like, um, like I hated going to one of the schools I went to, mm-hmm. but after like leaving it, I was like, okay, I'm actually glad I went there. Like, it actually, I can, you can see in hindsight how it shaped you as a person, and you're like, I'm actually okay with who I am as a person, and that helped shape that, and that makes it okay. Regard, but that doesn't take away the fact that like I would never go back and do it again. Yeah, like nah, why would I do that? I know it's horrible. I and hate so, pickles. Like, I, no, actually, this is a better one. I hate hot dogs. When I was younger, I was very picky. We've talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit. And I would only eat hot dogs until the point when which my grandfather, to teach me a lesson, would only serve me hot dogs and I never got the choice. When I was at my grandparents' house, I had to eat hot dogs. And now as a 30-year-old woman, the side of a hot dog makes me want to bark. It... It is what it is, yeah. right? Like, I could go back and be like, I'm going to be more adventurous food-wise. 
But I, I wasn't. Right. At that moment, I wasn't adventurous food-wise. I'm, I am a better eater now than I was then. But I could have been a better eater and stand the side of hot dogs. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I, it's like not... I, I, I got the lesson and <laughs> how I got to that lesson, but that doesn't mean to say that there wasn't a better way or there wasn't a different way. Right. And I think what people are saying and what the fans are saying is, Snape could have done what he did and could have sacrificed what he sacrificed. And he still could have been a complicated character. And he, and he, he still could have had a lot of nuance. He still could have been horrible slightly. But I think the other thing that bothers me, and I feel like we'll probably talk about it, we, we'll talk about it more because we need to move on. But we'll talk about it more when Deathly Hallows comes on in like five years. Mm-hmm. Um, about his whole, his whole relationship with Lily is like it reminds me a lot, and I hate to make it like it. I'm having like a visceral reaction to making. This I know connection. what you're going to say right now, and I'm um, upset about it, but I get where you're going. It's very. Um, ugh, it's like just rom- do I just it. don't even want to say just it. Do it. So it's, it's romanticizing, um, like his love of Lily in a way that's very similar to Twilight. Um, yeah, and it's true. And so it's like, and so that's one of the things that really frustrates me about people who, as soon as they read that um, chapter, were like, oh my god, Snape is so amazing! And it's like, what? No. Like, and I love that chapter, actually. I think that it's really well done, and I like flashbacks, and like, seeing young Snape and like, the young Marauders and stuff is awesome. But, like, it made It's not healthy! It's not healthy, and it made Snape way more, like, Creepy. creepy to me, and not like, oh, that's so great, that's so romantic. I was like, no, that's weird, and all of that, just for hair, like, that's why and, and like the and fact you that held Lily is for twenty being, years. That's what I'm saying. And so the fact that his memory and like his love or whatever for Lily was the only thing that made him do the right thing is a problem. Yes. And it's creepy in the possession and like or, like the possessive like nature um that he feels over Harry's mother is weird, especially after 20 years, especially after at this point, 11 years after she's been dead, like you shouldn't feel that kind of ownership over someone who is clearly not like not, not that she, there's no like she's not returning those feelings in any type of way so it's not consensual and it's it's weird, it's a problem and we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk about it later we probably should get to I have one final thing to say about this, and I am trying to pull it up, but it probably isn't going to happen quickly enough. But um, I made this answer, and I'll tweet it out or something, but someone made this uh, comparison to John Green in um, Looking for Alaska. He has this very romantic quote about the guy, I forget the main character's name, but like his love for Alaska. And this whole, I just want to, you know, we're sleeping and I just want to sleep with her. And it doesn't, it's not sexual. I just want to be there when she wakes up and she is the rain. She has like, you know, if she is a hurricane, I just want to be the sidewalk with that touches the rain or whatever the bullshit is. I won't, <laughs> my, I, my computer is not helping me out here. But someone was like, don't you want someone to think of you that way? And I was like, Actually, the whole point of that book is he thinks of her this way and he puts her up on a pedestal. And in doing that, 
He misses who she is as a person. Right. He misses the That's good like, and the bad, the three-dimensional nature of who she is. You don't want someone to put to think of you of that way because that person will never allow for your faults, which are a part of you. Right. And it's very clear that Snake only likes the idea of Lily. Like, it's the idea of her and not who she actually is. Actually is, exactly. And in that moment and in that way, um, I think that it's important to say, even with Twilight, right? And even with the, all of these things, there are tons of these romance type of things. That sounds good on paper, but you want someone who says, hey, that thing you do isn't great. Right. I love you anyway, but maybe you want to better yourself in this way. Maybe you want to be a little less selfish. Maybe you want to be a little more giving. Maybe you want to be, a, maybe you don't want to judge too harshly. And Lily was able to do that with Snake. I love you. But, Fuck a mud blood. Right. Fuck a like pure blood. I can't do that. And if that is what you're going to hold up, and if these are the people that you want to surround yourself with, then we're cool. I don't want any part of that. Snake discounts the fact that a large reason why him and Lily like are no longer friends, besides the fact that like he this whole friend zone. He, well, yeah, he called her. <laughs> Can we talk about that? He, like, literally, he literally called her a racial, racial slur. slur. Like, let someone that to be cool. Yeah, let let my one of my friends. Like, obviously, I grew up in Anaheim, so there I've plenty of white friends. Let one of them call me nigger and anger and see how well our friendship develops after that. Like, like who is, I who accept, is this person? I, don't I accept your apology, but still, I don't want to. No. Nothing to do with you. Because that's clear, like... Like, that's in, that's with, in bed, that's, that's deep in, exactly. in, in your Exactly. If that's something beliefs. that you're going to pull out, if that's something that you can pull out that easily, and, like, we really should stop talking about yeah. something at this point, but if that's something you can pull out that easily, obviously it's, like, deeper embedded in your, like, psyche, and why would I hang out with somebody who doesn't actually mess with me? Like, he doesn't actually, like... He, yeah, he likes the idea of Lily, but he isn't even willing to like he doesn't do like he wouldn't let like he him. wouldn't he wouldn't allow Lily to be <laughs> Lily the way that he would not allow Harry to be Harry exactly. Harry was he a was manifestation James. of James and the fact that he was not able to get over that the fact that he he clung to that at not only the expense of Harry's feelings as a growing young boy, but at the expense of his own life. Mm-hmm. Like, Snape could have had a full life. But Seriously. He, he literally lived 20 plus more years than Lily. Who, who I was ten, when I was well, no, 10? No no, 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 like 18 years. 18 years. Okay. Or yeah. So but he had he had a but he had a like an adult child's lifespan. Mm -hmm. Think about who you were when you were born to who you were when you were eighteen. How much you change. 
even in a, in adulthood. So we're going from think about who you were as a senior in high school to who you are. Not even four years later after college, me <laughs> years later. Um, but you know what I mean? Like you're, you grow so much because you live life right. and things happen to you and you don't stagnate. You don't sit there and you don't harp on things and you don't let things harden into black and white, true and false, and let that color every decision that you make. It's not healthy in any shape, form, or fashion. Even if Snape was nice to Harry and treated Harry like his own son because he saw Lily's eyes. That's not healthy. It'd still be weird. It's just as weird. It'd still be a problem. Like, why it would be a little bit more fuzzy. We wouldn't feel so like it'd actually be more like Slughorn. It really would be. It'd be like and like Slughorn is creepy as fuck. Yeah, and <laughs> like the way that we talk about Hagrid, like the fact that Hagrid right. isn't able to place boundaries is a problem. He's sweet to Harry, Ron, and Hermione. He loves them. He doesn't want to do things that harm them. He doesn't do it on purpose. But he puts himself and he puts them in positions that harm them because he's not able to know where he is now versus where they are in their life and think about it that way. And the point of this whole thing is to say, I appreciate what um, JK had to say. I also, I very much appreciate her saying there's enough hate on Twitter. We don't need the snake hate. I do not think that that translates into Snape is above reproach. Right, and I think there's a difference between, like, blind hatred and actually, like, like, interrogating characters and writing and, like... I mean, it's, it's, what, it's basically like what nuance. we've been saying the whole time, right. which, is, like, which is something that Malfoy <laughs> and Harry are not able to do, right? We, we know you, Snape, and we don't fuck with you like that. Right. Don't want to do you. And that's going to do us. But I don't fuck with you. And that's cool. That's cool. That's you fine. You live your life somewhere else. Not in proximity to us. And, and we'll be over here living our lives. And we'll be totally cool. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I just think, that, you know, there's a, difference, there's a difference between having a discussion and just, like, going on a rant and, like, I don't even think I hate Snape. Like, I do. I just don't mess with him. I think that he, well, I don't know. Hate feels like really strong or whatever. So maybe I I strongly dislike him. Like, like I don't mess with him. But I mean, I like his character. Like, he, it's yeah, I think that's the thing. He's a very well written character. He's a very, he's a very, um, what is it called? He's a very three dimensional character. Mm -hmm. He's not. He's not a villain the way that I mean this is the way this is the whole thing about how people don't really hate Voldemort the way that they hate Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. The way that they hate Saint. Because Voldemort is evil. Mm-hmm. He's evil personified. And even if even though he eventually is humanized. He's like, humanized. This, he's humanized, but it's he's very too far clear. Gone. Yeah, it's very clear that at the moment that we're dealing with him. Like, like we get to see how he got, like that. What led up to him becoming who he is, and like the human like interactions and like decisions that informed who he is now. 
but at this point, he's no longer. He's past. He's not that person. Not that. Which is which is the same thing with Snape. Snape started with a crush on a little girl, and there's nothing wrong with that, and being conflicted about his half blood status, and there's nothing wrong with having you know conflicting feelings about your upbringing and what you wish you were versus what you are, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. But then where he is when we meet him, I'll fuck with him. And it's not okay. So that was the news. (laughs) Um, I think that was like a decent, I don't know. This is a very dense chapter. So we're, we're going to have a, this might be a long one, but you know, you guys know, We'll make it up or we won't, we won't, we'll just talk, whatever, deal with it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so chapter 15, The Forbidden Forest. Yay, so this. Let's get into it. um, Real quick, since we spent all that time on Snape, previously on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry and uh, Hermione took Norbert and they, um, they like did a little exchange with Charlie's friends at the Astronomy Tower. Um, Draco has been caught by Professor McGonagall for being out after hours because he was trying to catch Harry and Hermione. And um, then Harry and Hermione run down the stairs and they are caught by Felch because they left their invisibility cloak at the astronomy tower. How, Sway? How? How? How does this work? You don't got the answer, Sway. Apparently not. You ain't got the answers. Uh, Okay. How? Um, yeah, so anyway, um, that's where we left off. Um, so here, so next, um, Filch takes them to McGonagall's study um, on the first floor where they sat and waited without saying a word to each other. Hermione was trembling, which of course, because she's like, we just broke so many rules and what is my life? Um, and then Harry's like trying to figure out how to make excuses, but he can't, he's can't see how they're going to get out of trouble this time. Um, which, you know, at some point they were going to have to get in trouble. Yeah. So. I mean, this is literally like, oh, whoa, I am so old and black now. <laughs> the chickens coming home to roost. Okay, what are you, is that what you were saying? Yeah. Oh, okay, I was like, I, was, I wasn't sure if that was like in reference to the book or to what you were about to say, but. In reference to what I'm about to say, (laughs) how old and black I am. Yeah. Because last week I was like, I done told you. You did. Don't get the switch. Didn't say to get the switch. I did. I I brought up the switch, and today I'm saying this is the chickens coming home to roost. It is. But it is. This isn't necessarily the moment where they should have been punished, but they need to be punished at some point for something, because they're just breaking all, just breaking rules. No, this is, this is actually like, the perfect moment, because this is and we'll get into it, but this is the culmination of meddling in things that you shouldn't meddle in, right, taking on true. things that, that are not your issue, and going about things in a way without asking for help or doing something that could have easily, um, Hermione says later in the chapter, in a couple pages mm-hmm. or whatever, we sh- we'll do what we should have done all along. Go to Dumbledore. Right. Yeah, no, that's real. It's This is the perfect time for them to get in trouble because this is the culmination of them being reckless and thinking that they can get away with everything, them doing something that they, sh- they had no business doing in mm-hmm. the first place, and then being careless about following through with the plan. Right. So. I was 
much more thinking only because this wasn't like something that had to do with the Sorcerer's Stone. And yeah. that's pretty much been what they've been focused on the whole time. Yeah, there's but that, yeah, but, but no, but you're right. You are right. Um all right, so Okay, so it says there was no reason on earth that Professor McGonagall would accept for their being out of bed and creeping around the school in the dead of night, let alone being up the tallest astronomy tower, which was out of bounds except for classes. Um, add Norbert and the invisibility cloak, and they might as well be packing their bags already. The only good thing is that they don't know about the Nor- about Norbert and the cloak, but like, yeah, they're in hell of trouble. Yeah, pretty much like you're just like doubly like breaking all your rules. Um, but when McGonagall appears, she's leading Neville. Um, <clears throat> Harry, Neville bursts out the moment he saw the other two. I was trying to find you to warn you. I heard Malfoy saying he was going to catch you. He said you had a drag. Harry shook his head violently and shut, to shut Neville up, but Professor McGonagall had seen. Um, so McGonagall was pretty much pissed. Yeah. Um, because she had to deal with like four first years out of bed after hours like for like a cool um she probably tired she wants to sleep she was getting she was she probably was like, like getting her nightcap on I gotta got work in the morning y'all right? here I gotta babysit too now really right come on now you know I already have my hair wrapped up right I have my do-rag on right. I was ready to go I was ready to go I had to take it out make yeah. my hair look nice so you they didn't have to see me, me. <laughs> I'd be pissed too to be yeah. honest um, wrapping it up. So, McGonagall asks her to explain themselves, and like none of them can say anything. And she said, and so McGonagall says, "I think I've got a good idea of what's been going on. It doesn't take a genius to work it out. You fed Draco Malfoy some cock and bull story about a dragon trying to get him out of bed and into trouble. I've already caught him. I suppose you think it's funny that Longbottom had heard the story and believed it too." Um, I found that I, to be a little. That was reaching. Not just reaching, but I mean, I understand that she's upset when you're upset, you say things yeah. and you are trying to, like, you know, <clears throat> or push buttons. I'm, I'm actually doing the push button thing you guys can't see me because this is the podcast. Um, but all that did, even in pushing their buttons, like, I suppose you think it's funny, right? Is make Neville feel bad. Like a pawn too, and feel like, oh, so I'm 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 no different than them getting a trick over on Draco, which right. isn't the case. And she, I mean, she could have said, think, you know, how dare you? You got Neville in trouble as well. You, right. You strung someone up. You you brought an innocent person along in this. Right. And I think that exactly what I'm saying. Like it even if they be had malicious. been, even if they had been like trying to trick Draco. Which I would totally get, and I feel mm-hmm. like that would be a thing. Um, yeah, it's just the accusation that they would also, that they would think that, like, collateral damage is okay. Um, and that they were like, oh, like, the way that she says it makes it seem like they didn't, like, like, Neville is just, like, a casualty in their, like, means to it. Like, they don't really care about Neville. And not even that he's, not a, even, he's a casual, like, his collateral damage, <laughs> but that, that makes it even more enjoyable. Right. As exactly. Opposed they, to like, like, they're like, great, oh, the more the better. Yeah. Like, no, as opposed actually, to, like, oh, shit, sorry, Neville. Right. But we were trying to get Draco. Right. You know, which is, is valid. Um, but Neville is also very sensitive. And I don't know how much or how close 
McGonagall is Neville at this point, so she may not know how much that hurts Neville. But the fact that Harry immediately is trying to look at Neville and be like, that's not true, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Because Neville is very easily swayed, I think. Or not easily swayed. He's He's not not very very confident confident in in his friendships with people. And therefore... Or he's not very confident in himself in general, and so therefore it's easy for him to think, oh, yeah, that makes sense that they would think it's funny that I got hurt as well. Right. Um, so I do like the fact that <clears throat> Harry is, um, it says, um, Harry shook his head violently. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Harry caught Neville's eye and tried to tell him without words that wasn't true because Neville was looking stunned and hurt. Poor blundering Neville. Harry knew what it must have cost him to try and find them in the dark to warn them. So, like, Harry feels genuinely bad. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want Neville to feel bad, but he also, I mean, just a chapter ago or two chapters ago, he was reinforcing or reassuring Neville that he's worth 12 of our boy. Right. He was trying to build him up and so he feels bad that like this one action tears all of that down. Exactly. Yeah and I think that like again this is another moment and like Neville gets in trouble but this is another moment that shows his like bravery. And I think that that's one of the cool things about this book in particular is it shows like these little moments of courage um, with Neville, and, like, even though he's, like, the majority of it, he's played out to be, like, really, like, you know, he doesn't have a lot of confidence, he's afraid, he's, like, not really good at school, and all these things, but, like, these really small moments, and it, like, becomes, it, like, culminates at the end, and, like, Dumbledore has this whole speech about it at the end, so that, like, as I, I assume, you know, so that little kids reading it will get that. Yeah. Um, whereas, instead of, like, keeping it subtle, um, yeah, it's just like showing how he's he's very brave and like he in this moment he pretty much is collateral damage because nobody thought Neville nobody was even thinking of Neville. Yeah. At all. Like there was no They were worried about like they were worried about Norbert, they were worried about Malfoy because he had hurt overheard some stuff and like that was about it. Nobody was even realizing. They were Neville worried was. about getting And like Nor- Ron with his hand yeah. being bit. Like they were worried about Norbert getting <laughs> out of the castle. They're worried about anyone finding out that Hagrid had Norbert in the first place, which is why they were worried about Malfoy to begin with. Right, to begin with, exactly. Because if Norbert wasn't around, they would have let Malfoy go around being like, I know you got a dragon, because they would be like, whatever, dude, we don't have dragons. You just misheard some shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Their focus was on saving, basically, Hagrid's livelihood. Pretty much. And Ron's arm. So it's really Hagrid's fault. It really is. It is. Um, okay. <laughs> so McGonagall um, takes 50 points from all of them. Um, each of them, sorry, um, from Gryffindor, which kind of sucks because I think she only took 20 from, yeah, she only took 20 from Slytherin. That's- I think because she does believe that they did that on purpose, on purpose to get Malfoy. But the thing that, like, the logic. She 50 from Neville then. Yeah, but the logic doesn't follow as well that if they were purposely trying to do that to trick Malfoy, they would have stayed in bed. Exactly. 
Why would they be out? Yeah. And then also, like, my thing of it also, that's a lot of points. You only gave him five for defeating a troll, but you don't take 50 for being out after hours. And she was tired. She had wrapped up her hair. Right. She was ready to go to bed. Yeah, I'm talking about that. She was irritated. She was irritated. Um, and the other thing is, like, again. And she, was, a, and she was very disappointed because it was Gryffindor. Right. And I think also, like, this is going to be a thing that I'm, that's going to happen a lot in this chap- in this episode is her talking about the castle is very dangerous. I'm like, this is a school. It shouldn't be that dangerous. It shouldn't be though. this dangerous that you can't, like, sneak. Like, I get it being, like, not okay to sneak around after hours. Like, but it shouldn't be dangerous. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, be like, life-threatening. <laughs> like, yeah. that shouldn't be the reason. It should really just be like, we can't chaperone you. You might get into some shit. You might break some shit. You it's, might, like, it's dark. Right. We're not set up that way. The, right. way. the way our insurance work. Right. We, we can't, can't just be having you trip we're just on, to make sure you're safe, yeah, like, relatively, but not like you could actually. There, there, there are suits of armor. We can't just be having you trip on those in right. the middle of the night. You know what I mean? We Whatever. Don't, we don't. That costs the way money. Our, the way our bank account works, yeah. we can't just be replacing suits of armor and paintings and shit. Right. Okay. That makes lots of sense. That's different than like you could literally die. You could die because it's dangerous. It's dangerous, not as in you might step your toe, but as in you might get eaten by a three-headed dog. Makes no sense. That's not what. Sh- that's not how the school should work. Um. So fifty points each, which means hundred and fifty points lost, which puts Gryffindor in last place. In one night, they ruined any chance Gryffindor had had for the house cup. Um. So they're all like dreading the morning. Um. So at first, Gryffindor is passing the giant hourglasses that recorded the house points the next day. Thought there'd been a mistake. How could there suddenly be 150 points fewer than yesterday? And then the story started to spread. Harry Potter, the famous Harry Potter, their hero of two Quidditch matches, had lost them all those points. Him and a couple of other stupid first years. I'm trying to figure out who told, who started that. Who found out? I mean, it was Peeves. It's very easy that Neville <laughs> says oh, to Neville Seamus. Been, right, like, oh, Dean yeah. says, Seamus tells Dean, Ron tells... I feel like Ron George. Would Ron would tell his brothers. I don't think so. I think so. I think they would feel that. I think Ron would feel too bad and would be to like, you know what I mean? To yeah. like be like, oh, hey, by the way, Fred and George, <laughs> Harry and Hermione lost some points for us. Like, I think he would have, I don't think that would have been on his mind. But I get like Neville maybe because he would have been yeah. feeling bad and people would be like, oh, Neville, he's like, I and Malfoy, you know, like it's, it's impossible I mean, it's possible, to think, but it's, it's impossible also, to like, think that. Malfoy is like, oh, well, I lost 20 points because I did this. Um, Gryffindors and Slytherins have classes together. That, but also 20 points and 150 points are big. But you know that Malfoy is like, oh, I only lost 20 points and all those Gryffindors lost 150 points. That's so who true. came up big? You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have any chill. We've we talked about this. Well, the thing is, he, didn't, he, he doesn't know that they got caught because he Oh, yeah, there. he was already gone. In the, yeah, in the books, he was like, with, I mean, in the movie, he's like with them, but in the Books he's gone. Yeah. yeah. I just, he wouldn't know. Um But then it's also it's a school. Like yeah, that shit just goes around. They, yeah, they know everything for some reason. Um so, I think <laughs> that the next thing is um it was a bit late to repair the damage, but Harry swore to himself not to meddle in things that weren't his business from now on. Like until a chapter from now. Basically, until like the end of this chapter, and then he's like, Well, guess I gotta go. That thing that I that thing that I swore. Yeah. 
Ah, fuck that. We'll talk about how he gets rewarded for that for with like two hundred points later. So it all works out. Literally, the like. Can we have some staff meetings where we talk about what are what is the message that we're trying to send? Right, and what are can we get a unified goal here? I mean, obviously, Harry like defeats like stops Voldemort from coming back. So I feel like there are some kind of like exceptions. You know what I mean? But the consistency on like in terms of punishments and then which which is I'm definitely talking about this one. And then also, um. How dangerous the school is. It's weird. I feel like Dumbledore just decided, like, you know what, whatever. Just do what well, I the want. thing that is, like, so weird to <laughs> me about this one, and this is something that I was thinking about, is that in Chamber of Secrets, there is actually, like, they do something for the good of someone else, right? There is someone that they are trying to save, save who they know. Right. And they aren't and really, like, sense, yeah. And, and they're, and I don't. Uh, we gotta. We I have to read it obviously because I don't remember totally. Um, I mean, Chamber Secrets is like the closest um, in terms of like it's very similar to Sorcerer's Stone, but I don't feel like they're actively searching for the heir of Slytherin. Yeah. Well, no, probably just potions. Well, they. Start- but it's less active. It's more yeah. like they. They. Um. It's more to like clear Harry's name. Yes. And then once that's all done, then it's like. And now it's just, to, and then it's more like they just stumble upon things, and it's like to save, then it's to save Jenny. So it's less like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, we're the only ones who can stop them. And like, Seriously. It's less like ego and more, even though they probably shouldn't be meddling in that either, it's just, it's like a different motivation. It's a little less immature. Yeah. Um, I think um, one of the things about, or what are the the ways in which um, the difference between Chamber of Secrets and Sorcerer's Stone really bothers me that came up for me when I was reading this is that even even still like and we're we're close to it but like we should have just gone to Dumbledore like Mm -hmm. that's what we do but we've got no proof. Whatever. Who cares? It's not a problem. We can just say, like, hey, man, we've pieced this much together. You figure it out the rest. Right. Like, there is no... <laughs> I think even Chamber Secrets, they try to go to Dumbledore, but he's gone. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I, I tried to do the right thing, but, you know, you've left me no choice. Or whatever it is. There's just no... There's no reason yeah. for this, and it bothers me, and it bothers me even more now. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, so they're like really going through it. Nobody's talking to them. Plus they've lost all these points. Plus they have still have the kitchen coming up. Um, and says Harry was almost glad that the exams weren't far away. All the studying he was doing, or all studying, studying he had to do kept his mind off of his misery. Um, oh, Ron stands by them, obviously, because he's like, ride or die. Um, and he knows that it would have just been a for luck of luck of getting bit. Right, exactly. He got bit by a dragon, so he didn't even. So that's the only reason he's not in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> he would have been there right along with him. Um, so Harry's like, I'm not trying to. So there, he's like focusing on his school. He's like, I'm not going to deal with anything else that um, has nothing to do with me. Until a week before exams were due to start, 
Harry's um, the resolution kind of put to the test. Ooh, excuse me. Um, so he's walking back from the library and he hears somebody whimpering, whimpering from a classroom up ahead. As he drew closer, he heard Pearl's voice. No, no, not again, please. It sounded as though someone was threatening him. Harry moved closer. All right, all right, he heard Quirrell sob. <clears throat> Next second, Quirrell came hurrying out of the classroom, straightening his turban. He was pale and looked as though he were about to cry. He strode out of sight. Harry didn't think Quirrell had even noticed him. Um, and then afterwards, Harry goes, he, pe- he peers into the classroom. It was empty, but the door on the other end stands ajar. Harry was halfway toward it before he remembered that he promised himself not uh, about not meddling. So obviously we know that's like straight up Voldemort. Um, pretty much all of that. He's talking to himself. Basically. Or he's talking to the back of his own head. I don't know if that works, know how that works either. Um, but... Just because he has to straighten his turban, like, did you take it off? Yeah. To talk to, but then how does Harry not hear I don't know. He never even talk. But all the same, he'd have gambled 12 sorcerer stones that Snape had just left the room. And for what Harry had just heard, Snape would be walking with a new spring in his step. Like, I promise not to meddle, but I'm going to jump to this conclusion. And then I'm going to run back to Ron and Hermione and let them know what I heard and my conclusion. So Ron's like, Snape's done it. If Pearl told him how to break the anti-dark force spell... It's so fluffy, though, says Hermione. Maybe Snape found out how to get past him without asking Hagrid, says Ron. Um, I bet there's a book somewhere in here telling you how to get past a three, a giant three-headed dog. And so what do we do? Hermione answers before Harry could. Go to Dumbledore. That's what we should have done ages ago. If we try something ourselves, we'll be thrown out for sure. Um, and then Harry- Period! And then they go to Dumbledore. And then Dumbledore says, don't worry, kids, I'll handle it. And then they took their test, and they went home on the Hogwarts Express, and they had a wonderful summer. The end. Um, except not. <laughs> Why not? Because there's, like, how many more pages in this But book? why? Because there is, like, 60 more pages in this But book. why? A lot. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, but we've got no proof, said Harry. Quirrell's too scared to back us up. Snape's only got to say he doesn't know the, uh, how the troll got in at Halloween and that he was nowhere near the third floor. Who do you think they'll believe, him or us? It's not exactly a secret we hate him. Dumbledore will think we made it up to get him sacked. Um, which, then Dumbledore should ask himself, why are my, why are my students making up this shit so much, to right? get someone sacked? That's a very just like why why do my students hate this teacher so much when they've only been around him for like a year? Less than less than a year. Maybe there's something wrong with this teacher. Maybe. Maybe we should talk about this. Maybe we should finally have those teacher evaluations I've been meaning to get around to for however long I've been headmaster. Maybe. Might be a good idea. Might I would think so. Or I can just uh, eat lemon drops and give out points to Gryffindor when I feel like it. Watch Quidditch. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Sounds more fun. I guess. Um, 
So, of, of course, Ron is, like, still trying to... He's the only one, and that's because, again, he didn't get detention, so he's still a little bit more, like, Let's willing go. to, yeah, to go meddle. So he's like, if we just do a bit of poking around... No, said Harry flatly. We've done enough poking around. Um, the following morning, Harry, Hermione, and Neville get their... Um, get notes from... Uh, from Professor... I can't even talk anymore what happened. Um, gets their notes from Professor McGonagall. Um, so the note says, your attention will take place at 11 o'clock tonight. Meet Mr. Filch in the entrance hall. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. If it's against the law or against the rules to be out of bed after dark, why would your punishment then be out of bed after dark? You know, that's a very good question. I don't have an answer for you because this school makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, I just... It just seems it makes no counterintuitive. Um, there's another thing. Let me reinforce how you're getting in trouble by making you do the exact same thing that got you in trouble in the right. first place. Plus some more things we're going to get to in like two seconds. Um, so Harry and Hermione didn't complain about um, their, you know, their detention because they both felt they deserved what they got. That's one of the things I like about Hermione is like when she feels like she deserves something. She's cool. She's like, she's, she's like, like, all right, cool. But also, like on the other, on the flip side, when she feels like Harry and Ron got something they deserved, she just like looks. She just like kind of shrugs at him. She's be like, mm, "That's true. Told you. Mm. <laughs> I done told you. Exactly. Should have listened to me." Um. Okay, so they go to meet Filch. Um, and Filch is a horrible person. He's like, I bet you'll think twice before breaking a school rule again, won't you, eh? Oh, yes. Hard work and pain are the best teachers, if you ask me. It's just a pity they let the old punishments die out. Hang you by your wrists from the ceiling for a few days. I've still got, I've got the chains still in my office. Keep them well oiled in case they're ever needed. Chill. First of all, chill. Second of all, when were you ever using them? Because the whole time you were caretaker, wasn't Dumbledore the headmaster? Chill. Like, why did you even bring chains? <laughs> they were there. They were there from the old the days. Old days and you like the middle ages. And you found them and were like, oh. This was I'm a good gonna, idea. Let's keep these polished just in case Dumbledore ever lets me, like, use them again. Like, what? What is your problem? And also, another thing with Filch is that obviously he's, like, he, his whole thing is, like, again, why does Dumbledore have these kind of people, like, around kids? Because Filch obviously, like, resents... And, like, I get Dumbledore's not wanting to, like, take opportunity or, like, be prejudiced against Filch because he's a squib. But Filch is an adult and has to learn how to, like, deal with his jealousy over not being able to, um, you know, like, learn magic. And in part of dealing with that jealousy is not threatening kids to hang them by the wrists from the ceiling. What the heck does that? I mean, I think that there there are a few um, pieces to this, which is Dumbledore, it's really great and nice that you're allowing Filch to be a part of this um, world in whichever in whatever capacity he's able to be a part of it in awesome good job lay down some ground rules 
but also like set people up for success, right? So you're a caretaker and you have these things and obviously it's a school, so you're going to have some interactions with students, but let's limit those interactions as much as possible. Let's not have Filch be able to give punishments. Maybe he can alert a teacher. If Hagrid can't give out punishments, then why should Filch? Yeah, I still think Hagrid could give out punishments, but he just... Maybe, I'm, not, I'm not totally I'm not sure. Totally sure. I just think that he has more, teacher, he has he more has chill to, yeah. than Filch does. He's not trying to give out as many punishments as possible. Um... But like yeah, you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. But like yeah. set people up for success. Definitely. Like, do what you're good at. Stay in your lane. And we find out afterwards, like Filch's only job right now is to take these kids from McGonagall to Hagrid. Cannot McGonagall and Hagrid just meet in the middle? Well, it wasn't McGonagall. They just met or, at the Great Hall. Yeah, or whatever. But they could have just told him to go to Hagrid's Go hut. to Hagrid's hut. Like, you already got him out after dark. Why can't way Hagrid, after dark. way after just dark. Just have him go to the Hagrid's hut. Or have Hagrid, Hagrid meet, meet them at the, at the Great Hall. Hall. Why is Filch there? Being all Filchy. Right. Past people's bedtime. It's too late for this shit, Filch. Like, I'm tired. Have some chill. I've been, I've been dreading night. this detention all day. I already feel bad. I'm tired. I didn't get no sleep. I am not going to get no sleep. You're talking about hanging me off the ceiling in the dungeons. Like, come on now. Ain't no time for this. Ain't, no, ain't nobody got time for that. Um. Okay. So, they go to Hagrid's hut. Um. Harry's heart rose. If they were going to be working with Hagrid, it wouldn't be so bad. Which is true. But, again, I get, I get that they know that they weren't ha- helping Hagrid. But how... Do you get put in detention for being after dark, for helping Hagrid, but then for detention, you go after dark to help Hagrid? But this is my thing. I get that they don't know that they were helping Hagrid, but I'm just saying, like, no. wise. I know we have to get to the forest. But this is my still. thing. And this thing is going to bother me. Why didn't Hagrid say in any part of this like this whole I wrote I'm that. sorry or right my bad you guys got in trouble right how about y'all or just even, stay out why here? did he never go to McGonagall and say like they were helping me they out. were helping me he could have easily done something to like and obviously you know it's his job versus 150 like points which are pretty arbitrary in the scheme of things but still at some point he should have at least apologized to Harry and Hermione, at the very least. But if you're willing, you're trouble. willing to put your job on the line to get the goddamn dragon, then you should Did be you willing put to, to, to put it on the line have to have these kids be punished in a way that's like ridiculous because the school is ridiculous, like, and also in a way that is <clears throat> li- like literally, um, just. I don't even know the right way to say this, but it's it's literally these kids are being punished for helping me. They're being not just not only do they have the detention, but they're being maligned and ostracized mm-hmm. in 
in class and school and among their peers. And they didn't ask for a thank you. They didn't ask for anything for it, right? They're literally taking it on. Harry and Hermione felt that they deserved whatever they got. Right. But what about Hagrid? What did Hagrid deserve? Giving you nothing. And you can't say, I'm sorry you guys are in this. I just changed to my bench because I got mad again. Okay. It Um, happens. But I... Almost, yeah. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so then it says, then Filch is saying, um, he notices that Harry's relieved and he says, I suppose you think you'll be enjoying yourself with that oath. Um, well, think again, boy, it's into the forest you're going and I'm much mistaken if you'll all come out in one place. Which is like, why are you still here? First of number, like my, my stepmom says, number A. (laughs) Why are you still here? And number B, why are they going to the forbidden forest that they're not allowed to be in? What the, because it's what's forbidden. It and because you could die again. Death Wait. is like a possibility in this forest. It's a forest that mm-hmm. is forbidden. And what does that mean? It means you're not supposed to go in there. Dangerous. What? Well, doesn't necessarily have to be dangerous. It is dangerous. It means out of off limits? It does. It does. This is what that means. So in order to teach kids to follow the rules and not do things that are forbidden, you're they gonna send them to, to the, do pretty much everything they're doing is forbidden though. Like how is your detention all the stuff that you're not supposed to be doing? All the stuff that you pretty much got in trouble for doing too. All of the things. Like literally all the things you got. All of the things. Like, are we in freaking out of bed? Did we get put after in hours? Universe? Are we in like the alternate universe where like the Cybermen are in the little blimps and it's like? Would you like some tea? <laughs> or yeah, or that one. The dolls like, are, giving the out tea. are giving out tea. Is that what's happening right now? I'm confused. Don't are we in, like? Is there a paradox machine somewhere now? Did the so, master get a hold of a TARDIS? Like I'm so I don't understand. So you're you mean you mean to say? Which, what you, what these smart and fully capable educators got in a room to do was say, oh, Ron, or not Ron, Ron's chilling. Hermione, Harry, Neville, and Malfoy were, got in trouble for being out of bed after hours. And, Places that were off limits, mm-hmm. besides the fact that they were being out of bed. Mm-hmm. So let's punish them. On top of taking away points and ostracizing them from their classmates, let's make them get out of bed after yes. hours and go into a place That's- that they should not be in. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. We're great. Whoa. We're amazing educators. Who kills? Who kills at this job? We pretty much do. Let's go get some frozen yogurt. Let's go. Let's go get some pumpkin pasties. Right? That was simple. Why not? Three broomsticks, anyone? I'm down. Let's get some mead. That was that was almost too easy. Right. You know, we're just really great at this job. I so feel great. like maybe we should just like cancel exams and go on a vacation. Maybe we should do that. Not. They do also cancel exams. 
which we'll get to. How do they do in this one? No, not in this one, but in they the do. One, yeah. They do just go. Yeah. Nah, it's it. been a it's <laughs> been a tough year. <laughs> which actually is kind of real, though. I mean, it is a little bit real. Like I like their to, second year is actually like of all of the years that they're very involved, fucking traumatizing. It's actually the most terrifying of all. Oh yeah, because all the other stuff like it's more outside forces that are like coming in, and they're but, more targeted to Harry, right? Specifically, but. The entire Freaking school is Chamber just Chamber like, of Secrets is like, people are about to die. Like, literally die. Alright, we'll talk about that later. We'll we get, have we'll like get a couple there. more weeks. Like, yeah, um, we'll get there, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, like, you're totally, yeah, you're right. Time out. So, I know, I'm going to say this now because it's in my brain and it's we're not going to be able to talk about it for like three years. How come Seamus' mom didn't pull him out in the, during the Chamber of Secrets, but wanted to pull him out after Dumbledore? After Dumbledore uh, was talking about Voldemort's back. You want to know why? She's not all that bright. She's not all that bright, and she listens to whatever the Daily Prophet says. Yeah. She's like my mom, which we haven't talked about my mom that much. We've talked about how she's kind of... Awesome. She's <laughs> awesome. Bionna loves her. Um... My mom is a special, <laughs> special snowflake. And she once called me. And I think this is when I had a license, so I was driving to school, but it was in high school. Mm-hmm. Out of the blue. And said, Are you giving boys blowjobs on the bus? <laughs> and that was almost my reaction. My first question was, What? this mama I can't I said are you giving boys blowjobs on the bus Oprah said (laughs) if you know if it was on Oprah oh I can't Oprah said that's so funny girls are giving boys blowjobs in the back of the school bus like are you in my own school bus though a, is there even a school bus that goes here? It's literally like... Do school buses even exist? It's 1 p.m. <laughs> B, I drove myself to school with the car you bought me. So why would I be on C, have you met me? <laughs> I don't even talk to people and I'm supposed to be just right. giving blowjobs in public? So funny. But all right. So, yeah, basically, my mom is Seamus' mother. <laughs> Oprah said. Apparently. Right. So, it has to be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind that time I was in, like, I was in danger of being, like, killed. Killed. Snake in some pipes. But Rita Skeeter said. So. So. You can't be in Hogwarts anymore. You can't be in Hogwarts anymore. Okay, we are. <laughs> this is, this is, this is like, old school. It this is. This is old school wizard team. Yeah. Tangents and long form arguments that get we get to the point though. Um, so anyway, where are we at? I like how it's old school, but it's only episode fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this forever, y'all. <laughs> we got a ways to go. Man. Um, okay, so Malfoy's afraid. I'm really hungry. Sorry. Continue. Um, so Malfoy's afraid. He's like the forest. We can't go in there at night. There's all sorts of things in there. Werewolves, I heard. Aw, oh, hashtag cheers for Remix. Cheers for Remix. Um, and then Phil. <laughs> That's your problem, isn't it? 
should have thought of them werewolves before you got in trouble, shouldn't you? Why are you still here? <laughs> I'm the little question. You know, like that that meme with like the question marks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty much. That was my face when I read that. I was like, that doesn't make sense though. Like, but you went out of school out of bounds and now you deserve to get bitten by a werewolf. I feel like that's not, like, punishment has to fit, to fit the crime. That is probably, like, a little too much. Um, just, why are you also, still why, here? Yeah, he has to go. Are we done? Didn't Hagrid say, hurry up, I want to get started? Yep. Didn't Hagrid say, He's been waiting for half an hour already. Yeah. How long did it take them to get there from 11? Damn. Didn't have um, to say, that's why you're late? Been lecturing them? Or no, is that, he's about to yeah. say that. Yeah, no, but yeah. He's like, you've done your bit. I'll take over. Like, Tiger took you a page to do that. Bro. Yeah. He kicked him out. Like, Immediately. Then Filch, I'll be back at dawn. Are they really going to be in the Forbidden Forest all night? Dawn. He so really they said can, dawn. So they can go to... It's so the can, Forbidden Forest. So they can get... A shower and go to class. Right. It's Friday. It might be Friday. It might be Friday. That's the worst Friday ever. It might right? be worse than my Friday today. Actually, it probably is. What? I don't understand any of this. All night. You Are they not eleven the though? That's what I'm saying. Do it's, they like forget that this is a thing? Like you won't. It's, it's too sleep. dangerous for them to walk around in Hogwarts. It's sleep not. Dark. And we'll get to you how dangerous but it really gets when Hagrid makes it makes his spot on plan. Oh my god, okay, let's just keep going. Let's just jump to that. Alright, so... His plan. So Malfoy's afraid, um, Harry's pleased to hear, like, the note of panic in his voice, but I'm like, Malfoy, at this point... But also, like, Harry... Malfoy is, like, being, is, like, low-key the voice of reason right now. I'm not comfortable with it, but he is. No. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like it, but he's pretty much the a, only one I who's, like... I was totally about to shade someone I'm that like, I, but, yes. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, Malfoy, I'm with you right now. No, right? Malfoy's like, and this is like the first time we get the um, my if my father knew I was doing this. Yeah, like, first time I, we get the which I, if my father knew about right, this. Right, it's the first one, but it's super valid. This is Hagrid's the one that over I'm here. Like, okay, wait, before we even get to that, Hagrid. Um, after so Malfoy goes, I'm not going to that forest, Hagrid. You are if you want to stay in Hogwarts. You've done wrong, and now you've got to pay for it. Fuck you, Hagrid. I'm like, at this point, sorry. All The whole reason any of them Hagrid. are in, in detention is remember? because of you. Do you Literally because of you. Do you remember why, they're, why they did wrong? No? You don't you, remember you don't, that? Would you need a deep memory refresh? Let me, let me give you a remember let's all. Do it, let's do it. Let's do a let's remember do a, all. Rewind. 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 Rewind, rewind. I remember that night. I just might rewind. remember that night for the rest of my days. Hagrid got a dragon egg and lost the fucking mind and had 11 year olds try to save him. I'm supposed to not sing anymore. No, but that was really good. That was necessary. Okay. I was getting really angry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, seriously. <laughs> like, are you Neville? Do you need a remember all? You got a fucking dragon. And we can talk about this. I don't want to get into it, but as Bayana said, you didn't have a plan. You didn't have any. You didn't think this through at all. And I have four kids. We're paying for four. And doesn't matter that like one of them is like oh, ter- it's like irritating. The only and like, literally the only person in the yes, that's true. The only person that actually 
I mean, no, they all did. They all did wrong. But the only person that did wrong for his own reason, like for being petty, is is Malfoy. Is Malfoy. And even he doesn't deserve like. But this even punishment. he doesn't like, deserve this punishment. Even this is too far. I mean, and then we have to talk about the fact that, like, is it not punishment enough that they are getting zero sleep? I mean, you can tell that me and Viana are hobbits because we were both like, but I'm sorry, when are we supposed to sleep? Right. But I would be skipping class the next day. You know, this better be a Friday. Shoot. Give me another Um, detention. I'm sick. What are you sick with? I'm sick. With not being able to sleep. I'm sick you, of y'all. I'm sick of y'all. I'm sick of Hogwarts and these Period. damn rules that don't make no sense. Okay. Um, okay, so they go to the edge of the forest. Um, you know, so Hagrid goes, look there. See that stuff shining on the ground? Silvery stuff? That's unicorn blood. Um, there's a unicorn. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? I'm sorry. I have to skip that again. Oh, okay, no problem. Because... We got to this. I thought I, we we skipped it, but this is some servant stuff, which is rude. Yeah. Um, but I thought we'd be copying lines or something if my father knew about this. Well, that's how it is at Hogwarts: copying lines. What good's that to anyone? What good is it to be hanging out in the Forbidden Forest and no, no, no. night? And like, I tired. He says you'll do something useful or you'll get out. Which I'm like, okay, I understand I having detention is being something where like useful. You, yeah, where you, it's like you actually contribute something. Harry has done plenty of detention. Some of them yeah. are shining autographs and shining trophies and whatever. Right, but shining like, trophies. Right, it's like something useful and something Fine. that like contributes as opposed to doing like meaningless, meaningless busy work. It's the difference between doing. Something useful and doing something that you should Stupid. at least know more than like two spells. And you're tired. But there's also, something like, dangerous also, in like, the forest, so let me yes. take you out there in the middle of the night. But also, they're eleven, so like their extent of magical knowledge is so small. Like if you're so taking small. like if you're taking like Harry Ron and Herm- or Harry Neville <clears throat> and Hermione post like Dumbledore's army. Alright, they can handle themselves by themselves. They go on the forbidden forest by themselves all the time. Great. Yeah. But eleven years old? They Nothing. go like what? When Guardian Leviosa? I think that's They have much to it. practice shooting sparks. Right. They learn that on the spot. They learn that on the spot and have to practice. So I don't understand. And I'm just thinking about that's because idea. I just saw Ami <laughs> and she was tired. And yes, 11 and 3 is different, but still, they don't know anything. They, be- or they barely know any magic, I should say. And then they're tired. So how quickly is that magic going to come back up? It's, it this whole thing is just no dumb. Sense. Okay, but let's fast forward. So there's Sorry. unicorn blood. Um, second one that Haggard's found in a week. He found one dead last Wednesday. They're going to find the thing. And why are they doing this at night? You can't find the unicorn today. Um, and then Malfoy. And what if whatever hurt the unicorn finds us first? Good valid. idea. That's a great idea. I wrote that too. I wrote valid. Um, Hagrid, there's nothing that lives in the forest that will hurt you. If you- Except for the thing that's killing unicorns. Right. Excuse me, Hagrid. That no one should kill a unicorn. Why this- okay, anyway. Um, and keep to the path. Right now, we're going to split into two parties. Why are you split? I still don't understand why split up. Like, Hagrid, 
This is the this is the spot on idea. Two kids, two eleven-year-olds with a with a dog, a dog. Not a And then when Malfoy says that he wants Fang, all right, but I'll warn you, he's a coward. What? Then why are you splitting up? Why are you even putting that much trust in Fang? Come on now. No one will hurt you with Fang, (laughs) but Fang's a coward. But there's also something in the forest killing unicorns so obviously the rules of don't hurt Hagrid or Fang don't apply to that. Right. That Plus I'm going to take Harry and Hermione because they're my friends yes. and I'm going to leave Draco I'm, where I'm going to leave Neville with Draco Malfoy who is a known bully of Neville. Dude! Dude! <laughs> this is just the Hagrid. best idea. You're, oh my god. All of this idea is golden. Stop the presses. You smart. You smart. You were genius. Like I don't know what that means, but I'm hoping that 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 is sarcasm. I don't want to see. Oh, I'm being sarcastic. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being sarcastic. I'm just saying. I'm gonna show you the video though. It's hashtag Patronus Fuel. Shout out to Patronus Fuel. Um, it's hilarious. Nothing in this chapter is Patronus Fuel. Oh no, 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 no! All this is ridiculous, and I hate it. Um. Okay, I don't hate it. I love Harry Potter. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> they practice throwing the red sparks up, um, and then Harry and Hermione um, go with Hagrid, Malfoy and Neville go with Fang, and they split up. Makes no sense. And then Harry asks, could a werewolf be killing unicorns? Not fast enough, said Hagrid. It's not easy to catch a powerful magic. But you know, um, also there are no werewolves in the Forbidden Forest. Malfoy and Malfoy and Neville got this though, right? Um, just nonsense. So then they're walking around, and Hagrid goes, "Um, you all right, Hermione? Don't worry about it. Can't have gone far if it's this badly hurt. And then we'll be able to get behind that tree." Um, so Meanwhile, there were still spots of unicorn blood here and there along the winding mm-hmm. path. Now they're hiding, and something was slithering over dead leaves nearby. It sounded like a cloak trailing along the ground. Hagrid was squinting up the dark path, but after a few seconds, the sound... I knew it, he murmured. Something in here that shouldn't be. Then why did you let this put up? Why are you so acting so confident? There's something like, in here. Like, oh, I know everything about this forest. It's totally fine. Oh, wait, there's something in here that shouldn't be. So you actually don't know everything about the forest. Also, meanwhile, where's Neville? Where's Draco? Where's they're oh they're off with Fang, Fang the who's coward. a coward. Okay, great. And a awesome. dog who right. can't speak. That's awesome. That's, it doesn't have a wand. That's so awesome. Um, also, just really quickly, because it's kind of funny. I was like, Crow be lurking, bro. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so they're running. No, so no, 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 no. I have one more thing. Oh, go ahead. There's something in here that shouldn't be a werewolf. Harry suggested. Harry, what is your thing with werewolves? Yeah, because Drago said it, and like he ah. Uh, also, there's no werewolf. Harry could have easily been like, "There's no." But he don't know because there's something. There's something um, in here that shouldn't be something. Um, whatever that is, and then. Then suddenly there's something else that moves. Then we meet our first centaur. Um, This is my favorite. Okay. 
Oh, it's you, Ronan. Oh, Didn't I thought you were going to read the, uh, sorry. So, no, this is, I'm going to read the description. Cause... No, I'm going to. Oh, okay. Um, so, because I just want to say Ronan. Oh, got it. Okay, sorry. Oh, but I could have said it down there. Three. Oh, go. So, in the clearing came, was it a man or a horse? To the waist, a man with red hair and beard. Ooh, ginger. But below that was a horse's gleaming chestnut body with a long reddish tail. Harry and Hermione's jaws dropped. Good evening to you, Hagrid, said Ronan. He had a deep, sorrowful, sorrowful voice. Were you going to shoot me? Can't be too careful, Ronan, said Hagrid, put it, patting his crossbow. There's something bad loose in this forest. This is Harry Potter and Hermione Granger. By the way, students up at the school. And this is Ronan, you too. He's a centaur. Noticed. Just love, just <laughs> love the shade. Um, I think we. As, and oh, oh, he's a centaur. Oh, I didn't notice Thanks, that Hagrid. half. Hagrid's is full of right. Anyway, um, I love Ronan. He's like, do you learn much up at school? <laughs> Hermione, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, at this point, apparently, they learned that, like, you can just, your punishment will pretty much be your crime. Literally. Whoa. That was poetic as fuck, though. Oh, thanks. Um, um, I also love that Carrie's response is, um... <laughs> um... I thought I learned something, but then I'm here in this forest, so obviously I haven't learned enough. Right. Um, so then Hagrid says, um, I'm glad we've run into you, Ronan, because there's uh, a unicorn been hurt. You seen anything? Um, or like looks at the sky and says, always the innocent are the first victims. So it has been for ages past. So it is now. Yeah, said Hagrid. But have you seen anything, Ronan? Anything unusual? Ours is bright tonight. Unusually bright. Yeah, but I was meaning anything us- unusual a bit nearer home, said Hagrid. You haven't noticed anything strange? Um, then Ronan, the forest hides many secrets. I don't even know why he's attempting to get something out of Miss Cleo over here. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I want to know what Ronan's uh, Miss Cleo name is. Moth is unusually bright. Um, I see a future child. A future written in the stars, child. They don't talk about Ronan's accent, but I'm sure it's Jamaican. <laughs> sure, it's okay. Fake Jamaican, <laughs> not real Jamaican. Not real Jamaican. Um, okay, so then movement in the trees behind Ronan. Um, it's the second centaur comes out, black-haired and bodied and wilder looking than Ronan. I'm side-eyeing that description because why you gotta be black and wild? Okay. Anyway. Um, why do you do this to me? This is like when you were like, the Hulk literally turns into a I was like, I've lived my life fine. The Hulk literally does turn into a I was, I was living though. my life like it's golden. I'm just saying, like, it's everywhere. You okay. gotta stay, hashtag stay woke. Stay woke. Like, <laughs> sometimes it's like really little like this. I never noticed that until I was close reading it this time. And I was like, mm, that's a little bit problematic. And I was just sitting there in this whole chapter just being like, why are they here? I mean, Houseway. that too. How? Also, that. 
black haired, bodied, and wild looking. All right. Um. <clears throat> so, Ben comes and he's like not. He's just as like unhelpful as Ronan. Talking about Mars is bright tonight. Great. That's awesome. Um. We've heard Hagrid said grumpily. And so then they leave. Um. And then they keep walking through the trees. Um, everybody's like nervous. Harry has a feeling he's being watched. Probably is because they're in the Forbidden Forest and there's like all types of creatures in there. Whatever. Um, and then <clears throat> Hermione notices red sparks. The others are in trouble. Hagrid, you, you two, two wait, wait here, here. alone. That's such a great idea, Hagrid. Stay okay. on the path. Just leave the two 11-year-olds in the Forbidden Forest so you can go save the other 11-year-olds you left alone in the Forbidden Forest. Why don't you just bring them with you? Stay on Why the path. Are you this way? I'll come back for you. Makes no sense. They're sitting around worried. Um, Hermione, you don't think they've been hurt, do you? I don't care if Malfoy has, but if some, something's got Neville, it's our fault he's here. Our fault he's here in the um, Actually, it's Hagrid's fault. Thank you. But, you know, it's kind of. Um, <clears throat> so they come back. Um, Hagrid's angry because Malfoy had snuck up behind Neville and grabbed him as a joke. Neville had panicked and sent up the sparks. Well, like anybody could have predicted. Hagrid. Um, oh, you mean the kid who put Neville in a leg locker curse? The kid who continuously tells Neville he's not brave enough to be in Gryffindor. The kid who told Neville he doesn't have any brains. He bullied Neville. Yep. He tricked him in the... Who would have thought that that would ever happen? I have no idea. I just can't believe it. And Fang couldn't stop it because... He's a dog! He's a cowardly dog. A cowardly dog. He's like, courage the cowardly. So, Never mind. So moving on. You never watched Courage? No. They watch Go Go Island. Bini, bini. It's not the same, like the connection of the same, but I loved Go Go Island. Bini, Polly Walk. Everybody's favorite frog. Um, okay. <clears throat> My imaginary friend was actually like Juana Marisol, who's like the older. Girl who like hung out with him. She was like my imaginary friend when I was little was like her, except in my head she was my sister who was in college, which made no sense because my parents were like early twenties. They were like my age, so how can they have a kid in college? I don't know. It sounded right to me. That's a random tidbit into my. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need like music. Where we can like segue back into the story. <laughs> okay, back to Forbidden Forest. Oh God, we need this needs to be on video. <laughs> Last week it was the dragon thing, and I couldn't show you my face, and I said it, but I'll say it again. I don't have enough faces, and I don't have enough palms. <laughs> Woo! Um, We've all met Bayana's imaginary friend. Welcome to Wizard Team. Yay. Woo. At least she's not... Okay. I really don't want to go into this, but did you see... Have you ever seen... Um, 
that movie called? I think it was called like Don't Look Under the Bed. No. Oh, it's it like a scary. really, really old Disney movie from like and I feel like I used to watch it every time we went down to San Diego to Grandma's. I specifically remember watching it at Grandma's house. Like with Kevin and, and uh, Bossy, and it was like basically like you know, the, the boogeyman's under your bed, and then you find out that the boogeyman is really like your imaginary friend that you forgot about, and he's like angry at you. So then you like it was it was creepy as fuck, but for some reason I loved it. Ooh, I make sure so, though to remember to remember my imaginary friend every once in a while, just in case that was real. Back to Hagrid <laughs> returns fuming with Malfoy, Neville, and Fang. <clears throat> Malfoy, it seemed, had sneaked up behind Neville. This always sounds weird. Had sneaked up behind, had snuck up behind Neville, and grabbed him as a joke. Right? Had snuck up. Had sneaked up behind Neville. He done sneaked. Sounds like something Aminata would say. Where it's just like her syntax is off. Sometimes English is weird though. So English like, is weird. Sometimes it doesn't sound right, but it is right. And well, I, I like to say that Malfoy <laughs> snuck up behind Neville. That's how I would him. say it too, though. But it could—they could both be right. I don't, I don't know. But Neville panicked and sent up sparks, which, by the way, is the proper response in the Forbidden Forest in the middle of the goddamn night mm-hmm. while there's something running around. Killing unicorns. The Hagrid's pissed. We'll be lucky to catch anything now with the racket you two are making. Well, then let's just go home, Hagrid. Exactly. Why, don't we Why are we out? here? Why don't you just do it by yourself? Do it Why by do yourself. You need these four eleven-year-olds helping. How are they helping? Um. Right. We're changing groups. Neville, you stay with me and Hermione, which is what. Should have First happened. time, if you hadn't felt so like, let's give privileges to the kids that I actually like. Um, Harry, you go with Fang and this idiot. Like, come on now. Still Hagrid. <laughs> added in a whisper sorry but he'll have a harder time frightening you and we gotta get this done should have thought of that the first time <laughs> should have thought of it just period should have been in the forest in the first should. place um so Harry goes off with Malfoy they walk around um but then Harry and Malfoy come across the unicorn um it was dead Harry had never seen anything so beautiful and sad I just really like that sentence. I don't know. Um, it's very. It's just yeah. yeah. Um. So Harry had taken one step toward it when a slithering sound made him freeze where he stood. A bush on the edge of the clearing quivered. Then, out of the shadows, a hooded figure came crawling across the ground like some stalking beast. Harry, Malfoy, and Fang stood transfixed. The cloaked figure reached the unicorn, lowered its head over the. <clears throat> Malfoy let out a terrible right. screen and bolted. So did Fang. So pretty much. So why are they alone? Honor. Why are they? Why did they split up? Um, the hooded figure raised its head and looked right at Harry. Unicorn blood was dribbling down its front. It got to its feet and came swiftly towards Harry. He couldn't move for fear. Then a pain like he'd never felt before pierced his head. Hashtag Horcrux Rock. Horcrux. It was as though his scar were on fire. Half blinded, he staggered backwards, heard hooves behind him galloping, and something jumped clean over Harry, charging at the figure. Um, so it was another centaur. Um, so they, they, yeah, so it was another centaur. Um, this one looked younger. He had 
white blonde hair and a palomino body. Again, this one, his savior gets to be. That's imagery is important. I'm just saying. Um. So the centaur says, "Are you all right?" He pulls Harry to his feet. Um. And centaur didn't answer when Harry asked what it was. He had astonishing blue eyes. I'm thinking Sorry, something like Ryan Gosling blue. Um, he was bay. Harry was like, oh God, for a horse? You were very attractive. I don't think Harry was I don't like understand. That. Thank you. <laughs> but these these piercing blue eyes, I just can't. Ooh. And then Fred said, you're that Potter boy. You better you know, get back to Hagrid. And it's really like a a sexualized 11 year old. Not just that. It's like you might have just created. Somebody write that fanfic. Somebody don't do that, actually. I'm not going to read it, but you should write it. <laughs> if that's what you that's what you like. Just think about. Do you, to be honest. Just, just think about how it. everyone reacted when friends got the gig at Hogwarts. Yeah, I know. It's and they were like, hmm. You so fine, I can't even get words out. I mean, granted, like, also coming from, like, Trelawney, you know. Yeah. Piercing. <laughs> no, not piercing. Harry's got piercing green eyes or whatever. They're like lilies. But astonishingly blue. This reminds me of the time that I met Sean Hayes, who plays Jack McFarlane on Will and Grace. And his eyes were so goddamn blue, I went dumb. For a second, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> "What is this? Why are those?" <laughs> but this is real life, though. Right? It's like this is the one time I've seen someone who's like descriptions actually match a book, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I mean, people will be describing me like books. I'm like, I really cannot. I can't picture anyone's eyes making me dumb like right, that. Exactly. <laughs> and then it happens. You're like, "Oh, okay, that's actually possible." <laughs> Did you, you got it on contacts? What is that? <laughs> this ain't real. Astonishingly blue. Okay. So, friend says, um, you are the Potter boy. You had better get back to Hagrid. The forest is safe at this time. Oh, you think? It's called the Forbidden Forest for a reason. But then also, especially for, for you. I feel like somebody should know. I feel like Dumbledore would know. It wasn't safe, especially for Harry Potter. Somehow if that the got centaurs, in the teaching. If yeah. the centaurs, centaurs know, know, I feel like at least, at the very least, Dumbledore would know. And if Dumbledore knows, I feel like something was missed in that teaching meeting that apparently they just don't have. Well, because what happened they have a was... teacher's lounge, but apparently it's only used for when Snape needs to, like, get some medical care when he wants to get around Madame Pomfrey. So what happened was they scheduled the teacher's meeting, right? But then there was a two-for-one special at the Hogshead. Uh, plus, because, well, yeah. And, That's, yeah. Air Force got, like, a new shipment in of those peppermint candy things. So, Dumbledore was like, I had totally meant to come to this meeting, but I had an urgent message from the ministry. So I had to go do that. But 
McGonagall relieved this meeting and I deferred her. McGonagall didn't know. And I forgot to tell even McGonagall. This, even, if it was, even if it wasn't especially dangerous for Harry, it still wouldn't make sense, so... Yeah, and he was um, just like, they're not going to let the kids go into the Forbidden Forest. Like, who does that? Right. <laughs> exactly. I named it Forbidden. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so then um, he introduces himself. My name is Ferenz. Um, and he lowers himself onto his front legs so that Harry could clamber, on, could clamber onto his back. Um, suddenly Ronan and Bane, uh, Ronan and Bane come in um, and bursting through the trees. Um, Ferenz Bane thundered, what are you doing? You have a human on your back. Have you no shame? Are you a common mule? Do you realize who this is, said Friends? This is the Potter boy. The quicker he leaves this forest, the better. What have you been telling him, growled Remember, Friends, we are sworn not to set ourselves against the heavens. Have we not read what it, what is to come in the moment, in the movements of the planet? Ronan pawed the ground nervously. I'm sure Friends thought he was acting for the best, he said in his gloomy voice. Bane kicked his back legs in anger. Because he can't control his anger. Because he's black. I'm missing this entire chapter, so I've decided I'm just gonna like run with it. <laughs> That's why you can't have nice things. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Racism uh, ruins everything, y'all. It does, to be honest. Um, for the even like really small things like that, like really hurt racism, man. Um, for the best, what does this have to do with us? Centaurs are concerned with what has been foretold our business to run around like donkeys. But, like, also, though, like, dude, you do you and let friends do friends. Because from my position, he just saved an 11-year-old little boy. Human or not human, he's an innocent. And what did you say earlier? Like, oh, innocents are always the first to go down. Them if you like have the capability. Um, so then Ferenz is angry and he says, Do you not see that unicorn? Do you not understand why it was killed? Or have the planets not let you in on that secret? I set myself against what is lurking in this forest, babe. Yes, with the humans alongside me if I must. And Ferenz whisked around. He whipped his hair back and forth. He whipped right. his hair back he and forth. He majestically plunged into the trees, basically. With he Harry was, clutching like, on as best as he could. They plunged off into the trees, leaving Ronan and Bane behind them. Um, so then later, I'm skipping a little bit. Um, friend stops and he asks, uh, do you know what the unicorn blood is used for? No, said Harry. We've only used the horn and tail hair and potion. Um, that is because it is a monstrous thing to slay unicorns at friends. Only one who has nothing to lose and everything to gain would commit such a crime. The blood of a unicorn will keep you alive, even if you are an inch from death, but at a terrible price. You have slain something so pure and defenseless to save yourself that you will have but a half-life, a cursed life, from the moment the blood touches your lips. But, you know, Voldemort doesn't care because he already has his soul split into seven, so, like... Yeah, he's got a half-life anyway. What's a cursed life? What's that? It's still living. Life is living. I'm so mad you used that. I'm sorry. I was kind of mad when I used it too, but I just... But you know, whatever. Sorry. It's not false. Um, um, but who'd it, be that desperate, Harry wondered aloud, if you're going to be cursed forever, 
that's better, isn't it? Look at this 11-year-old with all this wisdom. That's what I'm saying. I like that, you know, I like that that she starts the theme early on that's there or something without making it, like, super... Obvious. Yeah. Um, it is friends agreed. Unless all you need to stay, all you need is to stay alive long enough to drink something else. Something that will bring you back to full strength and power. Mr. Potter, do you know what is hidden in the school at this very moment? That would be hilarious if Harry didn't. He'd be like, what? Like, no, nah, man. something hidden in the school? What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> Seriously, about? can we have skipped this whole thing and just been like, Hagrid got a dragon egg. These kids felt like, oh, we should help out Hagrid. They had to go to the Forbidden Forest, and then Harry finds out something's hidden in the school. Did y'all know something's hidden in the school? Y'all! Voldemort's after it. What's happening? Let's go tell Dumbledore. We got proof! Because friends... And I'm sure he can help, because he's down with the humans. He's down with the cause. He ain't down with... He's not down with the humans so much as it's my enemy and your enemy. Pretty much. So you, we gonna work together. Not you ain't you ain't my friend, but we gonna work but together. We cool. We acquaintances. We, cool. we acquaintances. Allies. Allies. I like acquaintances better because it's more. It's just more. Uh, uh, that's wrong. I don't know. It is more ratchet, I guess. I don't even know. We acquaintances. Actually, yeah, because when I was in high school, that was a thing. Now I think about it. Yeah, like, it's like when my she's not my friend. We just acquaintances. My, like, that's what my family is like. Okay. It's like relative, and I'm like, yes. We are relatives, but I also have a name. Relatives! And I'm like, oh, that's what we're just we're just calling each other that. Okay. That's cool. Third cousin! Why? <laughs> Why? I don't understand. No one even knows what third cousin means. Oh. Um, remember that time when we went to um at, that Mississippi? And we, were reunion, and we were trying to figure out how we were related to everybody. Woo! We were like, you know, second cousin once removed. We we're like, I don't know what that means. I'm gonna just, you know, we're so family, we family, basically. All right, just cool. keep it at that. Great. Can we like, air some dirty laundry on this podcast or no? Probably not. I feel like so. Do you mean that was Vol? Harry, Harry, are you all right? Hermione is running towards them down the path. Hagrid puffing along beside her. I'm fine. The unicorn's dead, Hagrid. It's in that clearing back there. This is where I leave you, which is a great book by Jonathan Tropper. You should go and read it. I. <laughs> this is where I leave you. It's good. It's also made into a movie, I believe. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I think you skipped something. I did? Um, Codswallop? No, no, no. Codswallop. Um... Voldemortosh. Um, yeah. So friends asks like, "Do you know what's hidden?" And then Harry's like, "Sorcerer's Stone." But I don't understand who. And then friends says, "Can you think of no one who has waited many years to return to power, who has clung to life, awaiting their chance?" Um, that reminds me of Inside Out. I would die for right. This is because you've been watching up for weeks. I've seen that movie so many times in the last two weeks. Okay, um, this is where I leave you. Friends murmured as Hagrid hurried off to examine the unicorn. Leaving the 11-year-olds alone again. Oh, no, Hagrid's there. No, Hagrid hurried off to examine the unicorn. Oh, well, then... You are safe now. Nope. No, you're not. Good luck, Harry Potter. The planets have been read wrongly before now, even by centaurs. I hope this is (laughs) one of those times. Friends is just basically like, yo, Voldemort is over there drinking unicorn blood. Until he can get his hands on that elixir of life. 
and then he's gonna kill you. How is it like, how are they that deep into, like... Because Mars is unusually bright. Oh, not But, uh, like I said, Mars is unusually bright, though. Got it. I just want to make um, Ron, I mean, I don't understand why you have appar- questions. Ron, who was apparently, like, the dopest friend ever, fell asleep in the dark common room. He decided to wait all night for them to return. Don. I would not be that one. I really wouldn't. I'm telling you right now, you try to come and I'm supposed to wait until dawn. Did you better like, see dawn, me in I'm the morning? Asleep. Exactly. Don't even, don't even, don't even try to wake me no, up right now. I'm totally cool. Um, but Harry and Hermione wake, um, brought up to, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry roughly shook him awake though. Rude. Rude. Um, so then he tells them what happened. Um, Snape wants a stone for Voldemort, and Voldemort's waiting in the forest. And all this time, we thought Snape just wanted to be rich. Stop saying that name, said Ron. Um, Bryn saved me, but he shouldn't have done so. Bane was furious. He was talking about interfering with what the planets were saying is going to happen. We must show that Voldemort's coming back. Bane thinks Bryn should let, to let Voldemort kill me. I suppose what's written that's written in the song. Well, Will you stop saying that name? So all I've got to wait for is now is Snape still a stone. Then Voldemort will be happy or will be able to come and finish me off. Well, I suppose Bane will be happy. I don't really think Bane, like, cares. I think he's just like, this is what's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Um, Bane is literally the lesson that Ron, Hermione, and Harry need to learn, which is... Stay, it's not my business. I'm staying in my lane. Stay in my lane. Hey, friend, stay in your lane. We over here in the forest, we chilling. Yep. But he's black-haired and wild, so, you know. You know. Accent towards Um. So wrong. Uh, so then Hermione um, says a word of comfort. Um, Harry, everyone says Dumbledore is the only one you know who is ever afraid of. Dumbledore around, you know who won't touch you. Anyway, who says the centaurs are right? It sounds like fortune-telling to me. It's fortune-telling to me. And Professor McGonagall says it's a very imprecise branch of magic. Is this where um, Hermione's uh, anti-future divination comes in? Probably. I'm sh- I know it came from McGonagall. But it them. just, I know, I know it came from McGonagall, but also, but like, she's about, they're about to be proven right. So it would have been like, I'd have been like, all that shit, this whole show. Well, you know, like, Trelawney actually, like, is like. When she's not trying so hard. When she's not, yeah, when she's not trying, she actually, like, has her prophecy. She's still a fraud. Like she, she's still real. It's not well, because like, she's and also you know like you can her interpretations aren't necessarily like like even if she does see something her interpretation right. what it is. So I think that that's why it's imprecise. And it's kind of like it's a Doctor Who moment, <laughs> which is that like the future can always be changed, and you see things but you don't see them in the proper context, so the context can change. Exactly. And so I mean, Voldemort does come back. But he doesn't get the elixir of life. That's right. not how he does it. Exactly. So, so they see that he's coming back, but it's just not happening. It's just now. yeah. Um, so the sky turned light before they stopped talking. Okay, hold up. So they went to bed exhausted, so did, their throats sore, but the night surprises weren't over. Out, isn't that dawn? I think they got back before then. I they hope found Filch the went down. I, w- I hope Filch went down to Hagrid's and was like, "It's Hagrid was like, hey." And that would, yes. she would have to wake up early and walk. 
But can we can we finish this chapter yeah, with can we just call this the chapter of what the fuck were y'all thinking? Yep. So when Harry pulled back the sheets, he found his invisibility cloak folded neatly under them. There was a note pinned to it, just in case. Dumbledore is an enabler. So I have a problem. Yep. Who's your MVP of this chapter? Um, I wish I I put Harry. I'm not. I'm willing to be like, yeah. I don't really have one. I don't have one. I don't have one. Like I put Harry, but that was really just because I didn't have one, and I feel like he's a good default when you don't have one because <laughs> he's the main. Character. I literally have like I was like he two slash I could have kept going with who's bench. Yeah, like but I, my MVP is blank, and that was my question: is can I have a blank MVP? Yes, I, I mean unless y'all like decide that you have. How about this? Place. We're gonna source. We're gonna crowdsource this. If I cannot leave my MVP blank, I will come up with something. But yeah, I I didn't. I just put Harry, and like I could probably come up with an with an argument for I mean, why. I guess like, I would not, say push come to serve. I would say friends because he showed up and he right like, like helped, but and he at least like didn't treat. He told Harry what was up and gave him some like you know be on your guard, yo. Like the shit's going right. down. It's not going down when you think it is, and you're gonna forget about it because you're 11 and you ain't got no kind of chill, but. Don't say I didn't warn you. A bitch, on the other hand, two people, and I almost benched three people, but I had to stop myself. And I'm actually not going to bench two people. I'm going to choose one of these two people. But I literally could have continued to bench people. I think pretty much everyone's benched. We forfeit this game, actually. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Is really what happened. We ain't we got no, nobody. We ain't got no players. We ain't got no players. Um, the who was but Hagrid again is bench. Yeah. Because for one, everyone is there because of you. Yeah. Remember that chapter, that last chapter where you were sitting on the bench? It's for the same reason. We're just gonna roll that over. Um two game suspension. Two games, yeah. Just sit sit down. Son. Don't even suit up, Hagrid. <laughs> Come out here with your fur skin, moleskin coat or whatever you be wearing. Just rock that. Because there ain't no need to even put on a uniform. Flip side. Everyone's out there because of you. And then you ain't even got you don't even have the courtesy, you don't even have the decency to be like my bad, y'all. Sorry, I got you into this mess. Like you just you you don't have you don't got no kind of long term memory. It's not even that long. You short term memory. Well, you shouldn't have been breaking rules then. Right. Really? Because who, who was the breaking biggest the biggest rule ever? The Wizarding Convention of 1907, as Ron will tell 1709. you. 1709. I got some sorry. Sexy or whatever. Blast. But. As Ron will let you know, the Wizarding Convention is 1709. Outlaw dragons, pets. And you was just all up there with Norbert knows his mummy. Oh, bless his heart. He's got a little teddy bear. Oh, he bit Ron and sang the poisonous. Watch mouth, watch step, Ron. 
No, Hagrid. This is not. This is not how this works. Not okay at all. Um, I initially bit Hogwarts. I bit (laughs) benched Hogwarts as an institution because like their rules make no sense. I'm down with that as well. But as we were going through it, though, like Hagrid made me the angriest, so that's why I changed it. Um, it's ridiculous. But a close second is Hogwarts as a whole because why are why are you this way? Like why are your Oh, like, so I'm just gonna like, like at the whole... I'm gonna throw it back and like you said it's only episode 15, right. 15 weeks ago or whatever. But remember when I benched the entire Muggle school system? Oh, uh-huh. So we're just gonna fold this into just, the school system in yeah. Britain. Just needs to be overhauled. I think so. Like the school system in Detroit. Like they just can't get you just can't get right. Start over. Totally cool. You start over. Like but these rules, I really just think that Dumbledore needs like some kind of something, some consultant. I mean, you know, I don't, over I don't get some like. I don't deal. I don't deal well with who they chose as High Inquisitor for Hogwarts. But they needed one. But they needed someone to like, and not even like High Inquisitor, just somebody to like give them a uh, give the teachers some kind of structure. This logic class. Like, just, yeah. If A plus B equals C, then... Why are you carrying the one? Why are there even ones? Why are there even numbers? Why are we doubling down? Like, Oh, our kids have a problem with getting out of bed and wandering around and messing with dangerous things that they shouldn't be messing with. So... Maybe if they just took the black mama route. Maybe. Oh, you gonna run away? Well, let me pack your bags. I'm gonna kick you out myself. Oh, you big enough to be wandering around (laughs) Hogwarts at night? Well, then let's go. Put you in the Forbidden Forest. Bet you'll never leave your room again after dark. I guess. Maybe that was maybe that was the thought process. I I mean. Dumbledore was talking to the Hogwarts guidance counselor and she was like call a thing a thing. Not doing that. Honestly, we know that like the whole point of this is to like for Harry to realize that Voldemort's behind it all and like the next one he's gonna go back to being nosy and like let's go plot development. Yeah, you know, we know that. Still, it doesn't make any sense. There could have been numerous ways to do that though. While they were copying lines overheard something. Could have overheard something. He always in somebody's business. So he's really like sharp ears for some reason. Mm, could have um, got a stray owl. Um, they could have. They could have not gotten caught and had to take Norbert to the Forbidden Forest to get picked up. They could have just decided that they were. Something happened. They decided they were going to go after the Sorcerer's Stone, and then they came and realized it was Voldemort and Quirrell at the same time. So next week, we will be talking about Through the Trap Door. Chapter 16. Foreshadowing, um, maybe. Make sure to read and follow along. Um, if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, add us at We Like and Nerds and or hashtag Wizard Team. Mostly hashtag Wizard Team. That's where we like keep um, Make sure to let <laughs> us know who you bench. And who's your MVP, MVP if you have an yeah, MVP. Yeah, have one because we really don't really have We're one. struggling. Um... And then also, so this is the second to last, the next episode will be the second to last chapter of Sorcerer's Stone. Um, we said we would tell you guys, I think for the live tweet, like the date, 
But we both forgot. We'll do it next week. Um, I believe that we said it was like the Saturday. I don't know what the day said, is. Uh, the Saturday is the twenty sixth. I just, I mean, like time and like all that stuff. Oh yeah, we'll do that. Next, we'll do that next week. We'll have we like will... actual like technical stuff, and like we won't spend more than half. We won't spend like hell on the episode on like snakes and shit. Um, Who's the worst? But Snape isn't even in this chapter, and we spent a, a long, long time, time on him. him. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. Yep.